You are listening to a Live City Church podcast, and we hope you'll experience Jesus today. We are excited to have you join our extended online church family. If you would like further information or wish to access more content, please connect with us on our Live City Church Facebook page or visit us at livecitychurch.com. Why don't we stand our feet as we welcome Pastor Newton Festus as he brings the word. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Thanks, my brother. Thank you. Why don't you reach out, hold a hand, somebody on the shoulder before you see it, and just gently begin to pray for them right now. You know, inside of you, there is the Holy Ghost. Everyone in this room has the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just release it over somebody standing next to you. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Release the Holy Ghost. Come on. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Come on. In Jesus' name. Come on. Begin to pray right now. Holy Ghost. Right across this building. Right across this room. Come on. In the name of Jesus. I bind and command asthma to go. Somebody here has got a problem with uh, respiratory disease and your problem in breathing. I command asthma. I break the spirit of asthma in Jesus' name. There's somebody here, you've got a a bone condition. You, You feel pain every time you move. I come against arthritic, arthritic spirit. Come on. In Jesus' mighty name, be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. My God, we release the power of God. Come on, begin to pray. We rise against shame, reproach. We come against guilt and condemnation. We break the power of condemnation. Come on, in Jesus' name, we release the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Come on, in Jesus' name, right across this room. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Release, keep praying. Zukaba, Sukaba, Sukaba, Katata, Tata, 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 Tata. Come on, keep releasing it. Zukapa, Zakaba, raise your voice, raise your voice, raise your voice. Rapa, Sakaba, Kaporo, Kobokopo, be filled. Zataraba, Kaboro, Bokapara, Kabaha. Yes! Holy Ghost, come on, in Jesus' name. Come on, keep praying. Keep praying, keep praying. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. In the name of Jesus. That devil of migraine. Somebody you've been having migraine the whole week. I command migraine to go right now. Get out. Come on. In the name of Jesus. The Spirit of God is moving right now, right across this room. In the name of Jesus. There's somebody you're here, you've just been, there's a spirit of fear that has just gripped you. Fear. I come against fear. I break the power of fear this morning. In the name of Jesus. Free right now. Free right now. I say free right now. I come against stagnation. Somebody here, you've been stagnated for a place for too long. It's time for you to move on. I come against stagnation, mental stagnation, physical stagnation. In the name of Jesus, be free. Come on, in Jesus' name. I say, in Jesus' name. I say, in Jesus' name. 
I say in Jesus' name. Why don't you put your hands together, give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, come on. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Pastor Paul, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the, <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Woo! Lord, we thank you for Life City. This is a wild church. This is not a cemetery, it's a bathing suite. Holy Ghost, revival center where the sick are healed, the blind eyes are open, the deaf ears are open, the dead are coming back to life. A Holy Ghost center. This is a revival center in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. May God bless you. You may have your seats. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. Woo. Anyone who is feeling something in their body, in your spirit, you sense something. You're sensing something. Show that hand wherever you are. You're sensing something as you're shouting. I feel like walls are coming down. Walls are coming down. Walls are coming down. Walls are coming down. Isaiah 49. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Paul. Isaiah 49. Sharabasai Kustaramandolo Bosha. Amen. Amen. They're coming down. Amen. Well, the fire of God. Fire of God. Fire of God. Fire of God. The fire of God. Where there is fire, there are no animals. <laughs> Demons are like little creatures. They can't stand when there's fire. I love the fire. Shh. I love the fire. 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 Do not be baptized with the Holy Spirit only, but be also baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fire builds character. We need the fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire. As you go home this afternoon, go with the fire of God. The fire. I say the fire of God. The fire of God. The first time in 1992, I had an encounter with the glory of God. I was sharing in our church on Sunday. I couldn't even leave my room. I was in my room for hours. And David said that one thing I desire of the Lord, that I should behold the beauty. A king that has got everything, he doesn't want any more thing. He says, there's only one thing I need is to behold the glory of God. What is this that a king wants so badly? Not more girls, not more fame. He wants the glory. Life city, when you encounter the glory, it changes everything. I'm hungry for the glory of God. More now than I've ever been in my life. I need the glory. We need the glory of God. We need the glory. May you carry the glory of God from this church this afternoon. And take it to your house, to your office. And see demons free. See, see people set free. See the captives set free. The glory of God. Pray for the glory. And he's right here this morning, I tell you. 
I'm believing God for a powerful service this morning. If you haven't received anything yet, get ready. Because don't, don't go home the same way you came back. Say, God, I just need more. Fill my cup. Let it overflow. In Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah 49. I came with Gemini and, uh, and Kayleen. Uh, they will be with us this afternoon. We're going to be praying and ministering to you together. Gemini uh, is uh, the son of Pastor Paul Padidi and uh, was in the previous church and so blessed now he's in our church and they're getting married really soon. Uh, actually, how many days? 11 days to go. <laughs> 11 days. And, and Gemini is a testimony of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a testimony. Malaysia, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy, amazing testimony. Let me read Isaiah 49. Ben, if you want to bring that up. I want to honor my twin brother and my covenant friends. Uh, my friend, Pastor Paul. I call him Apostle Paul Padidi because he is and his lovely wife, Pastor Tanya. I want to honor him this morning. And uh, church, why don't you put your hands together and honor your pastor? Amen. We honestly love him. He says, you need a wife you can die for and, uh, and a friend you can die with. And I know I am ready to die with him. Isaiah 49, this is what he says. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nation. This scripture was a scripture the Lord gave me when, before I came to Australia. And the Lord spoke to my wife and I and began to pray of Australia. We didn't know Australia. We didn't have anything more information about this nation. But the Lord woke us up in the morning around three and began to pray over this scripture. And he says, before I was born in the, uh, born, the Lord called me. You know what? God has called you even before you were born. You're called of God. He says, from my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. God knows your name. Hello, somebody. He knows your name. He says, he made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me. You know, he says he has sharpened the, uh, the words of my mouth. Every word you declare, it is like a sword in the spirit. Oh, I declare that over Red Bank Plains in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, release it right now. We just don't speak empty words. We prophesy into our city. Red Bank Plains, Ipswich in Jesus' name. Come on, in Jesus' name. We prophesy life. We prophesy revolution. A Holy Ghost revolution in this city. We break witchcraft in this city. Come on. We come against the spirit of Jezebel in our city, in our schools. In Jesus' name, we prophesy, Lord, destiny. Deep calls unto the deep in Jesus' name. He says, he has made me into a polished arrow. You're not just an arrow. You are polished. Sure. You know what is a polished arrow? A polished arrow is an arrow that has gone through fire. Yeah, they used to sharpen. The other translation says you're a sharpened arrow. That's who you are. I cancel every lie against you in the name of Jesus. The devil has lied about you for too long. You are not just a nobody. You are a sharpened arrow. Every process you've gone through, marriage breakdown and loss of job was just a process to sharpen you. Uh, it was just a process to sharpen you. 
every disappointment you've gone through was just a process to sharpen you. Uh, can I just prophesy right now? There are people who are here, you've gone through hard times. The same way Dave was talking about this morning, you're going through turbulences. God says to you this morning, the, the Lord is using that to sharpen you. He's sharpening your discernment. You are an arrow in Jesus' name. Brian, God has sharpened you in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, when you're shopping, he says, he has concealed me in his quiver. You're not just hanging around. You are in his quiver. You know, this church is not just a church. It's God's quiver. Full of arrows that have been sharpened. You are in God's quiver. God doesn't use arrows that are lying out. He's using them that, that are already in the quiver. That's why it's good to be in a church. Hello, somebody. It's good to be in a church, in a fold. David did not use just any stones. He used smooth stones. They were stones. He picked them up, and then he put them in the church, in the bag. The church, fivefold, five stones, fivefold. Put them in the church. The precision of a gift is determined by its, its, its level of submission. The effectiveness of a gift is determined by its level of submission. Submit yourself in the quiver and allow God to use you in the fullness of time. You see, God, God, God can restore time. Hello? We are always chasing time, but God can restore time. When you submit to God and allow the process to sharpen you, my goodness. Once the Lord puts you in that, in that, in that, in that, uh, in that uh, what is it called? The bore and pulls you back because every arrow has to be pulled back for it to be launched into the target. Some of you, I feel you've been pulled pull back and you feel like, my goodness, my friends are doing better than me. My, my colleagues are accomplishing things and I'm stuck in one place. You, you don't know God is just pulling you back, ready to unleash you into your target. I'll tell you, and I prophesy over somebody today, the time for you to manifest the glory of God is so near. You've come too far to look back. He says, you are a sharpened arrow and God has pulled you back and get ready to hit the target. Every arrow must hit the target. But every arrow has got two things that I want to talk about before I pray for you. Two things. Number one, every arrow must have the two tails at the back. Is that right? An arrow has to have two tails. Number one, because if an arrow doesn't have two tails, it's only got one tail at the back, it's going to miss the target. Is that right? Please talk to me. So an arrow is like this. What can I use? You know what an arrow is. Straight line. And then it's got tail at the back. Is that right? If it misses one tail, it's going to go this way. The two tails at the back helps the, the arrow to hit the target. One tail signifies character another one is inner healing a human being is divided into two body soul and spirit body soul and spirit most of the time we feed the body we go to the gym we eat good food we do a lot of things Sometimes we go to school and we study, we feed, 
the soul because the soul that's why you have intellect the will and the emotions and many times you forget the spirit man the spirit man is the word you feed the word worship demons don't stay in the spirit demons don't stay in the body they stay in the soul anybody who is wounded anybody who is hurt anybody who is going through stuff there is always a wound in a man and that wound is in the soul and the manifestation of what happens in the physical is just a reflection of what's happening in the soul are you still with me let's go to psalm 147 and verse number three i show you there is always a wound in a man so what we do we use mechanism to protect the wound we use aggression to protect the wound are you still with me we use what is the other one we use passiveness to protect the wound other people they use they run so anytime you are in something you don't finish the time there you get to a school you do three years instead of four years you run you get into a relationship you commit for one year and then you run you're always running the problem is not the physical side the problem is in the soul some talks about the soul David was a man that was wounded in the soul. He's wounded many times. Paul talks about the mind many times. Because the mind is where the problem is. The soul. Are you with me? You're all quiet. So a lot of people when we deal with stuff, we only deal with the physical. And we begin to address the spirit. But we forget the soul. The soul of a man is like a city. Let's read that Psalm 104. Ben, if you want to bring that up. It says that, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. David writes many psalms about the soul because the soul of a man is where we have, is like a city. The soul of a man is like a treasure. When a man is wounded in the soul, it's like a city that is under siege. With all the infrastructure, with all the beautiful buildings, that city is under siege. And any time we allow the wounds to continue, and any time we allow sin to continue in the soul, we change it from becoming a wound, it becomes a foothold. And sin becomes normal. And so we have people in the church, the spirit of God is moving, they don't sense the Holy Ghost because there are wounds in the soul. You're in the church, but you're still undercover because the soul is wounded. Are you still with me? So the manifestation is bitterness, aggression, and all those things because the wound in the soul. This Holy Spirit doesn't just touch the body and the spirit. He touches even the soul. God wants to heal your soul. Are you with me? So the soul is wounded all through the scripture. The enemy knows if I can get their soul, I've gotten them. Because the soul of a man is like his city, is like a city, is like a treasure. A man can have all the gifts and talents, but when the soul is wounded, that man lives a wasted life. You see great talent, but he's a waste. A man is so gifted, but he's living a wasted life because he's a soul, and the enemy has held you captive. Can I say to you these guys, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, I don't have time to mention that, that is, scripture talks about witchcraft and how witchcraft was manifested in the Old Testament. But in the nowadays, uh, witchcraft is released by words. 
And a lot of wounds have been caused by words. Words of a father that never said, son, you've done well. Words of a mother that said, you didn't, you're not good enough. And so we have people that are wounded. And because of that, it opens the door for the demonic to latch and stay there. You come to church, but you've got split personalities. You're, you're, you're going through stuff and motions. God, this God never intended that to happen. There must be a way out. Are you with me? So you Monday, you're good. Tuesday, you're good. Wednesday, you change. And it's serious because the problem is, is not the word of God. The problem is not Jesus. The problem is not the church. And the problem is not you because it's a wound in the soul. There is no, therefore now, no condemnation. It's not you. The problem is the wound that is in the soul. And how do we heal those wounds? A lot of people are addicted to pornography. So you're looking for validation to heal the wounds. Others is just shopping. Others is more women. All you're using to cover is just a wound. You don't need to use that. What you're using is a crutch. You don't need a crutch. You need to open the wound and allow the Holy Ghost to heal you this morning. I came this morning to speak to your heart. I drove all the way to want to speak to your heart because I know there are good people in the church, in the body of Christ. They are so gifted, but they are like a city which has been trapped and captivated, captivated captured under siege by the enemy and so the demons uh, and witchcraft in the modern time is released by words be careful who you hang out with because they can bewitch you you don't need to see somebody walking with without andies and without shoes and doing all kinds of funny sounds and say well that's witchcraft witchcraft nowadays happens with words Words spoken over you begins to stick to you. Are you with me? When you sit, hang around somebody and says, you're nothing. You're good for nothing. You start agreeing with the word. It's witchcraft. And the enemy releases that to you. You know, and when you come to church in the morning, you hear the word says, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives you strength. Another way in which witchcraft is released is by manipulation. Witchcraft is released by manipulation. And so many people are in the church but are under witchcraft. And the manifestation happens in the body. How do you feel? You start feeling fatigued. Are you with me? One of the signs of the manifestation of witchcraft is fatigue. There are times, I tell you, uh, our church is planted in an area where witchcraft is so real. When we were three years old in the church, Pastor Paul knows, I was hit by Bell's palsy, witchcraft. I felt tired even to wake up to pray. And, and Pastor Paul knows I, I can really wake up to pray in the morning. Until he kicked me out early morning. <laughs> in Malaysia, sharing a room. Another story. You feel just so tired. It's witchcraft released. I feel really tired. And the moment I changed my prayer, I started to pray against witchcraft, that spell is broken. I take cup, cups of coffee, still tired. You're just worn out. Are you still listening to me? I want to speak to your heart just for two minutes. Because witchcraft manifests in different ways. You just feel so tired. You just want to be alone. I felt I want to be alone. I've told my wife three times, let's go back. I can't do it anymore. 
until I realized I'm dealing with something that was released. And I, I heard it and it affected me in my soul. As soon as it gets your soul. The devil knows once it gets your soul, your body will follow. <laughs> your body will follow. And so, even the church, because when there's a problem with the soul, the spirit cannot get because there's an abuse. There's all kinds of stuff happening. You don't, the Bible says the, the father is seeking those who shall worship him in spirit and in. God wants to connect with you in the spirit first before the emotions. Because if you connect with God in the spirit first, emotions is okay, they're going to follow. But when you miss to connect with God in the spirit, you're going to look for him in the emotions. And that's where you need more love and more love. You don't need love. You need to open the wound and heal the wound. My wife struggle. I struggle. And I realize I'm dealing with something that I have allowed. Something that I've come in agreement with. Because when you agree with the lies of the enemy, you create a wound in you. We have agreed with the devil that we are useless. That we are bound to fail. Don't agree because it creates a wound. And that is just a manifestation of the physical sense. And then in the physical, you just live in the life of that. This morning, I prayed the whole week. I told my friends, the whole week I've been praying and I feel, God, I just, I feel that God is sending me on a mission for souls, for the souls of men and women in the church that are trapped. They are crying out, God set me free. We're not here to condemn you. We are here to help you because you don't need a crutch. You don't need a band-aid. You need a healing from God. You need a healing. And a, a lot of us, we're looking for validation. Validation could be more likes on Facebook. If you don't get 10 likes, you're angry. I'm telling you, you're just angry at the pastor, angry at everyone. You're looking for validation. I see women in, on Facebook. I'm not against women. I've got three girls in my house. And I see people literally almost walking naked on Facebook. They're looking for validation. They need somebody who can say, you're loved. You're accepted. You don't need to look for them on Facebook. The more likes you get, the more better you feel. And we are living in a generation where there's so much addiction now. Addiction to likes and, and comments. If you don't get that, it doesn't fuel you. It's a soul issue. There's a wound in the soul. There's a wound in the soul. When I met Kayleen, allow me to say this, about eight years ago, Kayleen was cutting herself. Nine years ago, cutting herself. Went on a journey because it's not destination. Ministry and life is not a sprint, it's a journey. Fast forward, a lot of things have happened. She's getting married in 10 days, 11 days time. Everything just gone and all that, everything gone. And a lot of people here, you're in the church this morning. There are some wounded places in your soul. The Bible says he came to heal the wounds in your soul. Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? As I close, I close with this. Everybody that you look at, there are three areas that will come in and function in your life that hit your soul. Number one, something we call generation. Somebody write generations. Generations. So generational thing will open up. Number two, relational. What are your relations? Your relationships will always affect your soul. Generation is this way. Anyone that comes from Africa, there's a lineage and there's a, there's a, there's a connection with witchcraft. Africa is known for witchcraft. Anyone that comes from Asia, there's idol worship. 
We've been in Asia many years now. They worship idols. The Chinese worship idols. It's idol worship. That's a, pr that's a predominant thing. Anyone coming from Europe, you know, it's, it's Freemasonry. And so there is a first generation. If I can read this to you. If the first generation is sorcery, the second generation is going to manifest in rebellion. And the third generation is going to manifest in confusion and, and mental illness and madness. I always tell people, I can do deliverance and pray over you. How about we just repent? Repent, renounce, and receive forgiveness. Three R. Repent, renounce, receive forgiveness. I've done my job as a pastor. I've, I've put everything in somebody. And then all of a sudden, they go back to the same step. I said, God, what have I not done? I've loved them enough. And I realized most of them, they've just hidden in their wounds. I've seen people have pastored for nine years. And they've stayed the same and they walk away. And I said, God, what is it? And now I've realized they just hid their soul, the wound that was in their soul. You could be in a good church, great ministry, great atmosphere in the house of God. Other people are getting blessed, but you miss out because you hide on your wounds in your soul. You still hold on to forgiveness. You still hold on into bitterness. Because when you hold on bitterness, medical people will tell you it manifests into cancer. Bitterness also in the physical manifests into cancer. It's actually so ruthless because the Bible says if you walk in unforgiveness, you will not even see heaven. It says that. But we walk into that. Divination. If the first generation is divination, which is false prophecy. In, in the second generation in your family, it is, it is adultery. You begin to see adultery in the family. And the third generation, your children, we're going to go into barrenness, poverty, and slavery. And so when you see a manifestation of poverty, just go back again. Re repent, renounce, and receive forgiveness. If there was bloodshed, in the family back in the third and first generation is bitterness in the second generation. And third generation, there is infirmities, death, and addiction. Pastor Paul uh, taught me the difference between sickness and infirmity. Infirmity is the one that moves from place to place. Is that right? Spirit of infirmity. All of a sudden, you see it move. Change the prayer. Change the prayer. Begin to understand God wants to heal your soul. The last one is adultery. When the first generation committed adultery, the second generation goes into injustice. And then the last one is you begin to walk in shame, reproach, oppression, and vanity. Fornication. If the first generation is fornication, the next one is impurity. And the third generation is blindness, rejection, and demonic possession. My life I live now is for my children. See, some of us are waiting, you know, we are waiting. Pastor is not seeing us. We can still live in sin. What, you're not, what you don't know, you're releasing something for your children and your children's children. Are you with me? Because you give the devil. In heaven, there is something called the courts of heaven. There's a, God is a jerk. There's, there's legal. Every case is won in two ways. One on, 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 uh, on, on, um, on facts and the other one on um, legal terms. I forgot the legal terms. So the enemy says, I've got a legal right. So what you do now, you say, Pastor Paul is not watching me. I can do this and I can get away. What you don't know, after you've gone, you're allowing demons to torment your children after you've gone. It's not about him. It's about me and my generation. Are you with me? The next one is witchcraft. Second generation is immorality. And the third generation is violence, abuse, physical abuse. Sorrow and captivity. You're just always so full of sorrow. 
The last one is robbery. If the first generation were thugs and robbers, second generation is greed. Just greedy. And then the last one is defilement, abuse, sorrow, and captivity. You see, all through the scripture, I've got no, no time to talk about it. Abraham meets Melchizedek and he talks about his loins. And he talks about the seed that is in his, his loins. <laughs> he knows what I'm... When I came to Australia, I didn't know some words. So I had to learn. It is generation. It's whatever the next generation is in your loins. You get what I mean? So you're fighting a battle, but you're fighting in a place of a wound. Witchcraft is really. Some people say you don't have witchcraft in Australia. Witchcraft happens here. Any manifestation is just tired. You get all these kinds of stuff. Suicidal thoughts. The Bible says Elijah came under Jezebel witchcraft. And he wanted to be alone. He just want to be alone. It's a spirit of witchcraft. And I know this we can talk about. Almina, one of our, our ladies in our church, she works in the medical field. She works at Prince Charles. And she says, Prince Charles is just right now building uh, a big car park they've cleared. They are building about four levels of a hospital for uh, adolescents' kids to put them into antidepressants. Purely for adolescents, for all over Queensland. It's being built just down the road. It is something the church has to arise. And I want to say this because I've gone through it. I had Bell's palsy. I was in a very hard time. And I'm praying that somebody here is going to arise. If you're going through a season of funny, there's just sexual temptations. There's this addiction you haven't broken from. You're in one cycle. You can't even keep a job. You can't keep a relationship. These things are going on. We're going to come into a place of just renouncing those agreements. Breaking those inner vows. Some of us have made inner vows. I will never get married. I will never have children. Because of what you've seen your family go through. I will never do this. The enemy listens to that. And he uses those inner vows to hold you captive. Are you still here? Are you still here? We're going to break them right now this morning. Some marriages here, you're going to begin to flourish. You're going to begin to see God break through. Some of you are believing God for children. You know, God's going to release productivity, health. Some of you have been trying to get a new job, trying to get into a new position at work. Something is going to break loose this morning. Are you ready this morning? Are you ready this morning? I came, I prayed the whole week. I said, God, I didn't want to come. I don't want to condemn you. I'm not here to condemn. I'm here just to speak the word of God. I pray that the enemy will not preach the word. As I close, this is what happens. If you don't deal with the wounds in your heart, in your soul, this is what happens. A wound is like a filter. So I see Zach and I say, Zach, you're good looking. You're a great guy. But if Zach has got a wound in the soul, anything I tell Zach, because the wound, the word I tell him, the, the filter in the soul takes to the mind, the brain. There is there's communication. And then the brain will speak back. He says, the filter comes, he's just mocking you. And then Zach will speak back. It is not him, it's a wound. Anything, I would be so honest and tell Zach, Zach, you're so gifted. But as long as he has a wound, anything I tell him, it doesn't matter. The devil is a liar. <sighs> That's why the Bible talks about God. Isaiah 61, Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He's always after your heart. He's always after your wound. Because once the enemy comes in there, it doesn't matter. We could be singing a beautiful song. 
come to the altar and all of a sudden you just get offended. The, the message just goes to the brain and say, oh, the base was not right. The, the, the keys were not right because the filter is in the soul. Are you with me? The filter is in the soul. It doesn't matter who tells you what because he's right here. And the enemy takes advantage and the demons latch into that. And it becomes, this is my personality. No, it is not your personality. The devil is twisting everything. My goodness. Let's, let's bow our heads and let's pray. God is healing wounds this morning. Remember, you don't need a crutch. You need to remove the wounds. I'm going to ask us to repeat this prayer after me as we do that. In Jesus' name. I'm going to ask us to re just repeat this prayer after me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. We ask you that God, you release your anointing, your spirit. Say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus. I want to hear you. Say Jesus. I renounce every vow. I have made to seal off every wound in my heart. I renounce every vows I have made to protect myself from father pain. Reveal to me all those vows I've made in Jesus' name. Say, in Jesus' name, I break every agreement that I have come with the lies of the enemy in Jesus name I break every lies of Satan over my life over my family in Jesus name say in Jesus name I surrender my heart my soul my spirit to you I am yours you have ransomed me with your own life you have bought me with your own blood. Forgive me for all my years of independence. Forgive me for my self-centeredness. Forgive me for myself. In Jesus' name, I release my heart. I release my soul. I release my spirit to you. Be my Lord and my savior say precious jesus i invite you into the wounded places of my heart say jesus i give you permission to enter to every broken place in my life that's the holy ghost Say every young, say every young and orphaned places in my life. I give you permission. Just receive right now. Receive. 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 I can hear the screeching of demons just living right now in the spirit. There are people here you've contemplating taking your life. You're being set free even now. I can hear, literally, I can hear the voice of demons screeching and just leaving right now. 
There's some people here you've agreed with the enemy that you're too ugly. There's somebody here today. This was like your last shot. You're telling God, God, if you don't show up, you've given God time. You're about to do something that is crazy. There's somebody here you're thinking of running away. You're literally thinking of quitting and going far. Going on a backpack and just going far. Watch this morning, you'll be set free. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining Life City Church. And we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at livecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at livecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Live City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to livecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.